News alert. We want podcast coming at you live from uh, uh, Loveland, Colorado. I think that's enough of a distance that I'm not doxing myself. Okay. I have to turn the ring. Oh, Brent is unavailable. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I guess uh, it's just you and me for now. So, um, probably going to cut all this because I don't know how to podcast by myself. Um, How's everyone doing? I have been well. I just turned 28 over the weekend. Um... I always thought I would... Oh, here he is. Oh. He was calling me, and now I'm calling him. Hey. Hey. Hey, partner. I was just playing the theme song, so... You're right in time. Sick. Who were you uh, talking to? The people of the... Our listeners, of course... I had to take the reins. It was already recording, so. And then I said, I'll probably edit this out. Then I said a bunch of other stuff. And then you called, so. And now, that's pretty much, you're up to speed now. Welcome to the show. Okay. Let's uh, hand it off to our special guest. All right. I have not called him yet, though. Um... Should I just add him now? Should we just get him get him going straight ahead? Uh, well, to your guest. Let's let's do a little pre-roll here. I told I told him we'd be I'd, I'd call him around two, so get okay. a little intro, you know, before we expose our listeners to um, our special guest today. Let's just get them so, sort of caught up in what's going on in our lives. So, um, sure. we, uh, did not record last week. There was no communication about it, but it just sort of just rolled over, but, uh, that's okay. We could take a week off here and there, you know, you, Is you it? understand. Is it okay? Yeah. They can go back into the archive, listen to an old one, listen to a classic. I'd I recommend, don't recommend that. No, any I, of the I Dave don't. episodes. Any of the Dave episodes you sure, can listen yeah. to over and over. But um, we have a special guest joining us today, as we've mentioned. Um, his name is Cole. Uh, he's a friend of mine from high school that I've kept in touch with, uh, you know, since graduating back in 97. And... Um, He's a great what? guy. He's been in the uh, he's in the lighting industry, <laughs> um, as well as media sort of production. You know, I'm just gonna let him actually probably tell you what he does because I don't know for sure. But uh, cool dude, he's a cool dude. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so Brent, in the last mm. week, what have you been up to? Oh, not too much, fam. 
a lot of uh, a lot of sleeping. Yeah. Just throwing them the way. <laughs> you just How about been, you, man? You, you just you been hibernating? Busy. Yeah, you were busy being a rock star. I did. I did play a show, which was crazy. Uh, but it was at a drive-in movie theater, and uh, everyone was in their own little isolation. It's weird because it's like okay, socially distant. Everyone stay in your cars, and then everyone's just like hanging out outside the cars, just like walking around, talking. Mm. <laughs> Most people wearing masks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it it was sick though. I will say, um, it was weird because, uh, the drive-in theater is right next to a neighborhood. Yeah. And there's actually a new neighborhood being built on the other side of yep. it. So pretty soon it's going to be doubled, just surrounded by neighborhood, suburban sprawl, you know? Um, so because of that, you can't use, uh, acoustic drums and you they they encourage you to just run your like pedals direct in into their board, Ugh. <laughs> which terrible idea. They've kind of worked out some of the kinks. Um, so there's an electric drum kit that sounds surprisingly good, and um, they have our guitar amps like inside of uh, like road cases with the okay. but like upside down. Um, if that makes any sense, because like the bottom of it is like a, a tray with wheels, and then right. the top is like a big lid that goes yeah. over the entire amp. So you put it in, put the lid on the ground, put the amp in upside down from where it would usually be, and then they run a mic down. You run your cables in, <laughs> and then they put the lid, basically best they can, back on to the case, um, just to get what as much sound dampening. F- Dude, what? So, like this sounds fucked up, right? It's like why would you know? It's it's like why even have a concert? Like why at that point? But here's the thing: they're such pros that it sounds actually great, and uh, everyone's got um, in ear monitors on stage, which was cool. They provided those, so yeah. it was like, you know, if it, it, it sounded and felt a lot like a real concert, and the mix was actually incredible, so it was like better than most concerts. That I've played, you know, from a sound perspective. And, uh, but what was funny was like, there's like a slight delay and you can still hear everything that's like going on on stage pretty well. Um, So like if anyone's talking on stage, like off mic, you could just, you could just hear it. Mm. Or like if you're stomping around, like the Beavs played, uh, shouts out to them. Very rock and roll, uh, show sort of punk rock contest going on between Margo and Ian and they're just stomping around. Margo does a lot of stomps and rhythm with the drums. So you just hear, like, and you, it, it carries through the whole lot. So like, even though everyone's listening to the music, like through their car speakers, you just hear this like, like slightly out of time too. Cause there's a delay. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. And I had like a tambourine and I have to like switch real quick from tambourine back to guitar. So I just like throw it. And apparently that was really loud. So there's some weird stuff going on in the concert industry right now, as we all know. But, uh, you know, they're uh, making adjustments, trying to do them as safely as possible. I think the drive-in model is awesome. 
uh, in terms of safety. It's like the best option we've got right now. Yeah, until everyone gets out of their car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the, like the thing, like if you're walking around, most people wearing masks, but like everyone kind of just hanging out by themselves. Yeah. There's it's it's lawless. There's no one going around checking for masks or enforcing anything. So people are just yeah. And it's like, can we just do the one thing that we know works? Yeah. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Oh, Dude, I guarantee at this point, there are people who are like, yeah, I haven't washed my hands in two months. <laughs> Ever since they told us we don't have to anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, there are people out there that just don't wash their hands. Yuck. In, no in general. Yeah. Like, not after you go to the bathroom, not before. Not, not during. Uh, not during. Did you ever see uh, Shape of Water? Yeah. You know, Michael Shannon's character, he's like, a man washes his hands either before or after using the restroom. Ne never both. And he's a before uh, guy. <laughs> okay. I don't remember that, but gross. It's an early scene with him. It's like his second or third scene after his introduction. Yeah. But that's a All pretty right. good movie. I liked that one. Yeah, it was kind of weird. In what? In what way? Uh, in that Del Toro weird way. Hmm. You know? You know, I think compared to the other movies that were in the Oscar season that year, it was fairly, uh, I don't know, vanilla. Dude, we're talking about the movie where the uh, giant <laughs> fish man has, has intimacy <laughs> with the woman who's deaf. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> It was, I don't know. For he me, he also eats a cat, if I'm remembering correctly. Very middle of the road kind of cinema, you know, something was, for everyone. That was upsetting for me. <laughs> Did you watch that Netflix movie, um, Don't Fuck with Cats, the documentary? No, Kira was telling me about it. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to watch that shit. Yeah. It just sounds me either. horrible and sad. Even though I guess like it devolves into like this whole, it's like a catfish type documentary where it's like, whoa, what, 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 what? Like Tiger King too. Like, it's, oh, it's about yeah. exotic cats. Also a bunch of other stuff that's way more interesting, but, uh, but I'm still, I'm, I don't know. Like I, I, they can't show the video on the Netflix, right? They probably just talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Let's just, new subject. Um, um, uh, I guess uh, call our guest. Uh, let me get my. Just gonna find people here. Should I read his email address out? Oh yeah. We did docs uh, David's email, but I don't think. Uh, I don't think anyone emailed him because of it, Dude, unfortunately. You could probably guess David's email. <laughs> Honestly, Cole, if if Cole had Cole is Awesome 182, that would actually make more sense in my mind. You just redoxed Dave. 
Mark down they, I'm not, the measure. No, no, no. It's fine. If Cole had that email, though, it would make a lot more sense. Uh, uh, don't dox Dave like that. It's chill. It's all right. All right. It didn't work. Hmm. Okay. We'll try this again here. Invite. Oh. <laughs> Are you there? Are you there, Brent? It's me, God. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I thought I hung up on you. What the fuck, man? Okay. Um, I'm going to hang up on you and start a new conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> How the fuck do I do that? <laughs> now, hold on. Okay, Cole has been invited. I don't, uh... Well, we'll just continue for now. Um, no, I'm going to hang up and try. Just redoing the call. Okay. As soon as I figure out exactly how to do that. Okay, here it is. Hey. Hey, long time no see. So I don't think it changed anything because Cole's still... Uh, not uh, here, so we'll just uh, <laughs> keep on trucking. Uh, did he just text me? Nope. <laughs> good, good. This is good. Trying. Damn, to I was really you. hoping we'd have a guest to carry this because I've been so out of it. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be here. He'll be here. It'll be here. They always come. Um, Do they? Yes. Because I was hoping to wrap this up. <laughs> he says, oh, I'm not getting anything. What the fuck? Oh, fuck. I just said his fucking. That's not his email address, so. Yeah, can you imagine if he said his email address? <laughs> that would be so whack. Uh... Uh, um, hmm. Let's see. There's one other thing I could do. I just call him on my phone. Although then you won't be able to hear him, so that doesn't work. Or unless, oh, I could just relay what he's saying over what to you. The, no. <laughs> Didn't we do that with Dave, and it did work? You were able to hear him. I don't recall. Or was it a I hangout? Think, no, we got him. We got him in the virtual call. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You. Oh yeah, because he's in our freaking log here. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, removing Cole, and then I'm gonna add him. Cole, come back. We need you. Hmm. Hmm. What you clicking on? Oh, basically nothing. <laughs> just my kind of just clicking. Just my manifesto. Yep. Just making some edits. Well, if I was doing that, you'd hear that kind of thing. No, you're the type. Of, you're the type of guy that does copy and paste with the drag down, right click. Ooh. 
Sometimes I do that. Yeah. When you when your other hand is uh, not free for typing. Yeah, when I'm reaching for like a a sandwich, sandwich or an energy drink or something. Chips. That's that's my whole bit, right? <laughs> you do, you do love that. Should I be looking for an email? I don't know. No. <laughs> it's a it's like an instant message thing. It'll be through the Hangouts app. Cole. Cole's good at computers, so this is actually really embarrassing. Wow. How embarrassing. <laughs> it's okay. We forgive him. But don't, okay. don't tell him when he gets on here. Let's be really mad. I don't know if I can summon that. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad. This is your girlfriend. And I'm mad. Ryan. Hmm. I actually have uh, some stuff about The Office that I want to bring up this week regarding deleted scenes from the first season. Uh, well, is it about half an hour long? Cause yes. Oh. Oh. And I think he's here. Carl. Carl, can you hear us? No, I'm typing. We Dude, can't. I think that's a different video call. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, bye. Okay. Do you want? <laughs> now yay <laughs> see this is how we do it you see this video yeah for the listeners cole is on the video chat here on we want podcast he's already outdone me five oh. seconds in now you're in the minority brent i know no now you look like the fool not not the camera people how the tables have turned i want to be the minority <laughs> Green Day. So I'm gonna shut my video off. Classic. Yeah, Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> this is a. That's actually that's our allotted uh, Green Day reference for the episode. Yep. So if we if we mention it again, we'll have to start paying royalties, and I'm I'm not gonna pay for it. So. No, and, and or we'll have to start the episode over, and we don't do that here on <laughs> We Want Podcast. No. So um, everyone, please welcome to the show, Cole. Can I say your full name? Yeah. Yeah. Cole, uh, Rebecca Keegan's. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That was actually it. Yeah. That might. It's not James. It's not James. I think that might it's be. It's definitely a, Rebecca. I I feel like I heard Mark Hoppus make that joke once, and I just stole it. I think that's actually very accurate because mm-hmm. it made me think of that too. It's it's one of those latent. Blink Ray Two references. So, th- welcome to the yeah. pop punk episode, everyone. Thank you, thank you. So glad to be a part of it. <laughs> the Blink One Eighty Two episode. The Blink One Eighty Pod nailed it, nailed yep. it. So Blink, if you can hear us, <laughs> and you can hear you can hear me all right, right? I'm not. I don't sound crazy. I can hear you. And I can see that you're wearing Apple AirPods. I am wearing Apple AirPods, which is our new sponsor. Yeah. I actually yeah, just got because... some. Oh, did you? How do you like them? So far, so good. 
I love a, mine. A birthday gift. Oh, I uh, think mine were a gift too. I think. I'm not. I'm not gonna buy these. But if someone wants to get them for me, then heck yeah. I'm going to be secretly celebrating. A lot of people say they don't fit their ears well, and that must suck for them. <laughs> <laughs> it really must. So, uh, Cole, Brent, let me introduce the two um, of you no, to each I, other. No, but I do love them. Have you seen? Have you seen the? Uh, have you seen the 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 newer ones, like the uh, AirPod Twos or whatever? Yes. All right. I heard they're waterproof. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. And they have like the rubber inside, and it, they do like um, sound canceling. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But they also do like they also do it's it's some mode called like sound enhancing or something. And I went and tried them out in an Apple store, and my ears totally have COVID because. <laughs> I know, like, there must have been at least 3,000 other people with these things in their ears. I think this was back in, like, February, though. I might have even been in New York during the time, oh. so I think I was even more sketched yeah, out. Yeah, then you'd have double COVID. Uh, I know, double COVID per ear. And then <laughs> – um, but it's actually really cool. You can, like, turn in, like, sound enhancing, and you can hear, like, conversations, like, on the other side of the room. Oh, that's so, like, sick. These are, like – these are like deadly. I mean, I could like, <laughs> I could go into the like you know local library and really hear some, some uh, some God. Can I? Can we curse on this? Oh yeah. Uh, I can go into a local library hear really hear some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's a Apple is now dealing in spy uh, toys. Yeah. For adults. Yeah. So, I remember I used to have one of those uh, like little satellite dish listening device. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one of those, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That rocked. That was the best. Just spying yeah. on your parents. Yeah, they were always <laughs> talking about getting divorced and stuff, and I didn't know what that meant at the time. <laughs> Jesus. Turns out they got divorced. <laughs> Damn. Uh, you, just, you couldn't put two and two yeah. together there. You know, th those are also really dangerous because, you know, you'll hear things you don't want to hear. Mm -hmm. You know? There's a reason you know we can't hear that well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Eight-year-olds aren't supposed to hear what's going on behind closed doors of your parents' bedroom. Absolutely not. If you know what I mean. Absolutely not. They're conferring with Santa Claus. They yep. are conspiring with the Tooth Fairy. They're exploring their bodies. These are these are world-shattering <laughs> things. For is Brent still here? Nah, I'm not. taking a nap. <laughs> Brent's asleep. Yeah, well, I so I gotta still introduce um, the two of you to no, each other. No, no, that's not how guests work on a podcast. <laughs> sure, it is. N no, nice. it's not. Well, <laughs> I'm here. I'm I'm here. I'm the guest. All right. I all right. We all. look. I met Cole backstage before the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had some chit chat. It was cool. All right. Yeah. We talked about COVID and. Long walks on the beach. And Dovid. Dovid. We also talked about Dovid. You yeah. know what? Actually, I'm realizing now. And the, and the upcoming Povid. Yeah. As well as Updog. Yeah. Oh, I've heard bad things about that one. I got a kid with Updog on GTA the other day. It was <laughs> awesome. I also got him with Under the Air. Wait, what are you playing GTA on? PS4. Oh, yeah. We had this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. You got to steal Lee's. This, I know, this is I a do. quick docs shout out to Lee. Yo, Lee. <laughs> uh, 
um, I forgot what I was going to say. I, tot- I totally would. Um, speaking of gaming, Flight Simulator got announced for their official release date today, and I couldn't be happier. What Just simulator? I want to put that out there in the world. What was the simulator? Yeah, Flight Simulator. Flight Simulator. Okay. Flight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Microsoft. Wow. It's uh, It's intense. It's pretty cool. You know, I didn't realize you were a, a, an aspiring pilot, but it completely makes sense. Avid. Avid. <laughs> you love you love transport. I really do for some reason. <laughs> I'm, planes, trains, and automobiles, man. That's about, my thing. What about boats? I fuck with some boats. Dude. I uh, I was on it. I think the last boat I was on was with Dugan. <laughs> okay. And if you can even call it a boat. I mean, I guess you can. It's You've been out on this canoe. Out oh, on yeah, the, yeah. It's like a big surfboard. The, yeah. I think we went out like at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> As you and, do uh, with Dave. Yeah. Uh, it was after like a FOCO show or something. Uh, Did you? It was like last year. I, not, I'm not trying to incriminate anyone here. So hypothetically... <laughs> When we were in high school, did you ever go out uh, with like Dave and Tucker, and hypothetically steal a pontoon boat at like three in the uh, morning? No, I sold drugs with them though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I've heard this story. I was not a part of that. Oh, uh, uh, having flashbacks. No, I don't. No, I don't. You know what? I actually, think maybe we tried. I'm. I'm getting a detail wrong too because they wouldn't even they would do it in broad daylight. They would just go. Yeah, I was, I was like, I feel like I have a memory of this, but I feel like it was day, and no one cared. That's yeah, like fine. They're communal. The negative connotations of they'll put them stealing. back. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's fine. It's borrowing. Yeah, it's borrowing. Yeah, I, I remember, may have been uh, around, but I don't think it was a part of it. If that had happened at all, which I don't think it did, no, honestly. But hypothetically, I, hypothetically, one of them threw their cell phone to the other, and it landed in the lake, and uh, <laughs> it ruined their lives. Hypothetically. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. No. When I went with Dave, though, we did. It was two thirty in the morning. We, I think Stephen was in the boat too. Yeah, I definitely was, and um, we were singing boat songs. <laughs> Alcohol might have been involved. Um, hypothetically, but, uh, hypothetically, we, we might've been hammered and, uh, we went across the lake and I don't think it was an Island. I think it's just like on the other side of the lake, but Bailey was with us. And like, this is like, like I've known Bailey for like maybe a month at this point. Yeah. And, um, she lost her phone and then we had to like <laughs> spend like 45 minutes, like <laughs> going through like pitch black forest looking for her phone. Did you find it? Uh-huh. Okay. I finally did, yeah. It was cool. I was like, all right, yeah, we did it. And then we went back to David's house, and uh, I slept on the floor in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as as we all have many times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good times. Dave's got, a, like, a humongous uh, TV from, like, 1998 in his basement. It's, like... Oh yeah, yeah. Huge. It's both wide and thick. Yeah, like very, very there's a much whole so. like huge bookshelf that has to be inside of, yeah. but it's gigantic. It it's it's so old though, 
that it has RCA and not HDMI. Right. It's uh, so you, so you, you play PlayStation Two on it. Right. You could. I was gonna just gonna say. I was like, you could definitely still play Nintendo sixty four, mm-hmm. but like Xbox One is out of the question. I think the only video game David ever played on that TV was Lego Star Wars. <laughs> when did that? Wait, when did that come out? I feel like like two thousand six or seven. Really? Yeah. I play. I've played that a few times, and I've seen some like really good memes from it in the last few days. Um, but yeah, I I never I never had the chain a lot. Here it's great. It's fun as fuck. I mean, I feel like it's on. Would play. It's on like uh, the free like PlayStation Plus or whatever, or whatever the Xbox equivalent is. Did they ever do Lego I think that's Star how Wars? I played it. Did they ever do it for PC, Brent? Sure. And do you have it? Nope. <laughs> you were always more of a Lego Indiana Jones guy. Right now, I'm trying to uh, record my bites for the soundboard. Oh no! So I can take my naps more easily. <laughs> <laughs> and then have like auto-generated yeah. responses, mm-hmm. like. If someone says, what say you, Brent? Yeah. I don't know. Like, you have like an AI set up that will auto-respond for you. He's building an app. That's honestly genius. That's the future of podcasting. You you guys could do like three episodes a day, and Brent, you wouldn't wouldn't even have to like think about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. Yeah. See, it is funny. I thought it was funny too. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone was laughing. I'm glad. I'm glad you laughed. Uh, so, Cole, you work in the lighting and live sound. And actually, I wanted to point this out. You, so Brent and Cole, both of you are actually alum of the uh, Slow Caves road crew and stage oh, crew. Yeah. Yes. Um, you never worked on the same shift, but uh, you were each paid the exact amount. The exact same amount. So was I was I paid? No. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I don't I don't ever remember being transparent. But yes, mm-hmm. uh definitely. The I I had the honor to be involved in the well, somewhat involved in the the South by Southwest crew for a minute. Yes. And and, and you've uh, you've run lights at many, many of our Colorado shows. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, At yeah, every definitely. major release show. Yeah, any anytime lighting is involved, I'm usually kicking mm-hmm. people in the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Just random people because mm-hmm. I can. Um, also, the guy who runs the house usually, I usually go up. I'm like, hey, listen, bud, um, it's my time to shine. Look here, right? partner. <laughs> Look here, buddy, old pal. <laughs> Time to take a step aside. Yeah, yeah. You've uh, and I will continue to do so. Yeah, you've uh, for all of time. You've stepped on a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of toes, you know, yes. in the lighting world. But you know what? You you have license to do so. It's true. Um, I do. I have a lighting license. Yes, it's a, yeah. It's provided by the state. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in my wallet. I can't. I don't know where it is though. Um. Yeah, it comes in the form of bobblehead. Funny enough, it's a bobblehead really license. That's pretty cool, uh, actually. 
That's actually oh, a great here, idea for a business. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I just found it. It, it's, uh, it comes in the form of Sonny Lubick bobblehead. Um, Why do you have that? Ex-coach of the CSU Rams. Mm-hmm. Ex-coach and, he, and current and he will badass. Now, and he will now replace me as <laughs> video portion of this call. Yes, for the listeners. For Sonny Lubick has now joined the call. So, Sonny, what are your thoughts on Canvas Stadium? I think it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> you know what? I can't. <laughs> I can't speak for Sonny. I can't. I can't do it. I think he would agree, though. I think he would too. They tried to appease um, him with that statue, and he was like, "That's not enough." Yeah. I was just about to say that's not my bobblehead, but then I remembered that that's literally my license for lighting. So, yeah, <laughs> I keep I keep yep. losing you a little bit. You keep cutting out, and I'm thinking it might be on my end. Possibly, you're you're cutting in and out over here as well, but, but uh, we're getting the gist of it over here on We Want Podcast. I have a, a master right, okay. AI Good. that uh, will take care of any so anything that you may have. We may have missed. It'll just fill in the blanks um, with a sensor beep. Perfect. So. Um, Got it. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Love it. Um, but speaking of, you know, lighting and. Uh, that's Brent. That's... Go ahead. No, I was just saying that's Brent's AI. Huh? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, South by and uh, and your lighting and everything. So you. Uh, yeah have a way with uh being able to talk your way into a like a show that's at capacity by just lying (laughs) what and uh actually not just i shouldn't even say i shouldn't be singling you out because david is also really good at it using using your techniques i might add but this is just like a little so i influenced i influenced him you're saying i don't know who did it first but i know that you're both masters of going up and saying, hey, yeah, we're actually running monitors for uh, lemon twigs. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite is when you uh, tried to pull it at the Snoop Dogg show. And I wasn't there, uh, but I heard about it. Well, that wasn't at a show. What was it? It was like a Snoop event. It was Snoop Dogg's uh, house. <laughs> it, um, well, let's see here. How do I put this? This was at a, he was, uh, <laughs> he was in attendance of a certain type of club. Okay. And I ran into him there essentially. And that's actually, that's like one of my favorite stories to tell. Um, wait, wait, this happened to South by? No. Did we run into Snoop at South by? <laughs> no, no, no. We just tried to go see him and you tried to pull that move. Oh, 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 and it didn't okay. work. But Sorry. now I, I got to hear about. That was this Snoop. is my second thing. So that I totally forgot about that. So that was he was playing a, like a private show or something, and a friend of mine was just somehow randomly like the lighting tech for the show. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I had just seen like he was on like Facebook something and he was like oh i'm running lights for loop dog tonight and oh that's sick like i'm here i'm definitely gonna go to that show now that <laughs> like you know my buddy's running lights here right let me just text him real quick and he was like yeah i got you 
And I was really hyping this up for everybody. And we all like de- definitely like took time out of our South by schedules to try and go see Snoop Dogg. And uh, I can't remember what happened. I, I'm, I'm guessing that he just got tied up and busy and like couldn't like go talk to management or go talk to like door staff to yeah. like make sure that we got in for whatever reason. Well, plus because like I, I looked Dogg. it up and like, right. And I think like it was a private show and I think tickets were running like $300 or something like that. <laughs> and, and my buddy was like, yeah, I definitely can get you in. And I was like, great. I'm going to act like a complete badass and just tell everybody how like, yeah, we're going to the Snoop show, the private <laughs> Snoop show for free. And then it didn't happen. And then I looked like an ass. <laughs> and I really hated that. And it's moments like those. I've had so I've had moments like those before. And I've definitely learned my lesson to just like don't don't even bring things up until like you have the tickets like in your hand right. or you know without a like without a doubt that you're gonna be getting into the show or else you're just setting yourself up for a bad time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you can all, you can just bring it up as it's happening. And then you kind of look even yeah. cooler because then you're the guy that just randomly like, yeah, we're actually going to be uh, hanging out with Macklemore. We're doing yoga. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're doing yoga with Macklemore. <laughs> uh, He's a big yoga which, guy. Is he? I mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> look like, at him. <laughs> yeah, he probably is. Yeah. No, but that was a fun time. Um, I really want to go back to South by. And in fact, I was like, probably like for the last like two years it's like oh i'm probably going and then something happens yeah but even this year i was like oh i'm probably gonna go and then covid just shut yeah, down yeah, yeah and and they were like one of the first events in general to announce that they were like can- canceling they kind of were and the domino just, yeah in the u.s yeah they were and uh after that happened i was like oh this isn't looking good oh i remember i was in um i w- <laughs> this is random I was in uh, the airport at in Pittsburgh when it was announced, and I remembered I, I have a lot of friends who work that South by work South by every year because they're all like audio guys, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I texted one of them, and all I said was like, "Well, that sucks," and he's like, "Yeah, it really does." <laughs> and he knew, I mean, like, he knew exactly what I was talking about, yep. and. Uh, yeah, sad times. And then I just, I just was like, you realize at that moment, you're like, oh shit, everything's gonna go down. Yep. You know. Goodbye, live events. Yeah, indefinitely, basically. Yep. Goodbye, live events. Hello, drive-in music events. Yes. Maybe. Yes. How, how was your show? You played that. It was day. good. I, really, we were, I wanted to be there. We we talked about yeah. What the fuck, man. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about it earlier. It was uh, surprisingly good. Like they had an electric drum kit and they had our amps like inside of uh, amp cases. Oh. But and in your monitors, it all it all sounded amazing. Honestly, you should uh, yeah try to get involved somehow. I, well, I, I can't talk about it really, but but oh. I uh, oh. I have some shows in the works. The inside scoop. I'll. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll text you about it at, when it's, when it all happens. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. without giving too much away, is Lars Ulrich as cool in person as he is in those Napster, uh, press conferences? Um, as long as you feed into his addiction, then, <laughs> then yeah. What's he addicted cool. to? 
I mean, I'm not at will to really say, but mm-hmm. uh, it's licorice. <laughs> <laughs> he is Danish. Yeah, the Danes love their uh, licorice. It's black licorice. Yeah, nasty. I hate that shit. Black, black licorice heroin. <laughs> <laughs> that's an awesome street name. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's the candy version. <laughs> that's so that's like the jewel. Terrible, terrible. The jewel vaporizer to the cigarette. To get the yes. kids hooked. Yeah. I love it. The black licorice heroin. Mm. That's good. That, that's kids. an episode title right there. There you go. Black licorice, black heroin. licorice heroin. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so Cole, I've been talking you up a little bit. Um, you are... That was a terrible idea. You are, <laughs> you are probably the biggest Blink-182 fan that I know personally. Really? Maybe well, that I that I'm friends with more than Dugan. Oh yeah, no kidding. Wow, I thought. What you he think was like, Dugan likes him more? I thought he was just hardcore. Just I, and I will just because of his email address. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, I was hardcore for. And then like I was like, oh maybe Lee is. And then I was like, no. Mm. Uh, it's me because he had the email too. Um, oh, but did? yeah, I, yeah, his email for a while, I think was, uh, it was take back blink at something.com <laughs> wow. or something, something like that. So, you know, he was real depressed when they broke up. Wait, and, wait, take them back from is... who? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> or is it like a taking back Sunday thing? No. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah. That, uh, that's plausible well, i think i i was under the impression that it was like they had broken up and he wanted society to take yeah. them back the powers that be yeah i don't take know which was all, as we all know was all tom DeLong's fault anyway so mm-hmm. um i don't know yeah um but yeah i'm i'm a pretty big blink 22 fan in fact i uh i had been wanting uh, the Mark, Tom and Travis show to come out on Spotify for a while, because the only way to listen to it before this was like going on YouTube yeah. and you'd have to listen to like ads every like 20 seconds. And that sucked. Or if you were lucky enough I, to have the CD. Yeah. Well, right. And like Clint, you remember Clint, of course he yeah, had a yeah. CD. Yeah, I would Tucker listen to it with him. Oh yeah. Tucker did too. I would listen to it with them in like high school. Shouts out to um, all of our friends from high school. <laughs> yeah. Shouts out to all the high school guys. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I was driving back from Cheyenne the other day and I just noticed it was on there and I hit play and I listened to the whole thing from like Cheyenne to Denver. It was great. Oh. It was a great way to drive home and remember how ridiculous they, they all were yeah. in 2001, probably. It's, it's essentially a comedy album. Yeah, pretty much. It's a great live album, honestly. I mean, like, it is sick. They did a good it's job. It's mixed pretty well and. Mm hmm. You can uh, you hear the crowds and vocals are sounding go. crisp. Although I understand that they went back and did the vocals again, but that is uh, par for the course in terms of live albums for the most part. Yeah, yeah. A little industry yeah. secret. Yeah, that makes. Yeah, that. Uh, you know, like when they do live albums, they will have like a uh, a production truck parked somewhere that's like has like a full like solid state logic like board in like a trailer. Oh, sick. And. And it's like all fed into like this like studio trailer, 
and uh, depending. And then you have somebody just like out sitting in a trailer, probably like a hundred yards away, just like per, all by themselves. <laughs> we, they have a special Mixing. name in the industry, losers. Yeah, huge losers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't know. It's probably it probably pays pretty well. Actually, it'd be it'd be a or cool maybe, job, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's maybe it sucks. I mean, uh, I know that Kiss uh, famously they have several live albums that were all just studio re-recordings, and they would use uh, like the crowd noise from a Yes concert. They're just like not even their show. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's yeah. very um, – who's the main guy in Kiss? Uh, what's his name? Um, um, Ace Frehley, uh, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Uh, That's, that sounds very Gene Simmons. I, I've heard he is quite the sociopath. Yes. Yeah, like worse than I previously understood. Have you have you seen their um, their live show? Or not their live show. Like he had his own like reality show. Yes, yes, for yes. For a minute. And it was crazy. Yeah. And he was – you could like obviously tell like – He's just not like, <laughs> in the best space, like mentally, and uh, not not saying he's like has like an issue. It was just like you could tell, like the way he like treated and talked to others and spoke of other people. Yeah, he just, he's just like, some yeah, sort of man. narcissist of yeah, yeah, of some nature. I remember. I feel like there was an arc, or maybe it was just one episode where it was like he claimed to have had sex with like some crazy amount of women it was like a hundred thousand women or maybe it was less i don't know but it was like it was a whole arc and he was like no yeah it happened it happened and then like the the resolution was he went and did a polygraph test (laughs) (laughs) no i i swear to you i had sex (laughs) put me in a polygraph test i'll prove it Um, but then the, we ha- <laughs> his wife also made him do the polygraph, like, but was it before or after we were married? And he was loyal. Oh he was loyal, according to the polygraph. Wow. So, According to the, the polygraph, which has been proven to be complete bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, damn. totally. Sorry, yeah. anybody out there who's taken a polygraph test and had it ruined their, your life, but uh, mm-hmm. that is a sham. Do they hold up in court even? Or is this no. more of like a, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. They mostly but just they, hold up in, in, in the court of Mori. Didn't they at one time? They did. And then it was Which like. bonkers to me. Yeah. That's one of those um, things that like. I think like, this is how I learned about it being so fake. Is like the whole like legal implica- implications of like a polygraph test. And yeah. how like crazy that is. <laughs> well, it really messes up the whole system. Because then you've got thousands upon thousands of cases that are predicated on these tests that don't work. So it's like, uh, do we go back? Do we take all these people out of jail? Like, The answer is a resounding no. Lock more up. Mm -hmm. We're just going to not do anything. Why would we? It's working. It's fine. No, it is working. It's all good. We're in good shape. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Damn. Well, uh, back to Blink, though, here. Okay. Uh, so 
it's come out that a lot of bad stuff has been coming out about Matt Skiba of replacing Tom and uh, and uh, of course of, of Alkaline Trio fame. Uh, there's been you know rumors for years about you know the classic warp tour kind of behavior. Um, oh, and actually, before we even get into Skiba, I do want to do a quick aside here. Uh, Simple yeah. Plans bassist was just fired for years of uh, sexual misconduct with their fans. And uh, really, I already knew that he was a loser uh, because he would have the American idiot fist like on his bass pick guard, like uh-huh. in Simple Plan music videos. <laughs> like, what what is this? So, right. but now there's double proof that he's a loser. Hidden promotion for the best album of all time. <laughs> I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan. Also, they're Canadian. Didn't know that. Montreal band. Simple Plan is? Simple Plan is of Montreal. Oh, I didn't know that either. A little, little factoid. Um, I think my... Hold on. I'm not going to say his name, but my friend who's also on uh, another Austinite... Um, is that what they call themselves? Austinites? The, someone who lives in Austin? I, I can't remember. <laughs> um, is... Oh no, Sum Forty One. My my friend is uh, the front of house engineer for Sum Forty One. Oh nice. And I see some of their antics on uh, on Instagram. Uh, on but his, no, on his Simple Plan. That, that makes more sense now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, Sum Forty One. Um, yeah, rocks. I can see that. Sum Forty One rocks my socks off. They really do, and, and they're still rocking. Like they're yeah. still doing their 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 show today is like super awesome. Like, it's like awesome. They put on a really rad show. They, uh, one of the greatest bands of all time. I'm saying it now. If not the. <laughs> no. Um, uh, but back to no, Skiba. I, I will not say that. I will not say that. That was a complete joke. <laughs> um, <clears throat> back uh, to Skiba, yeah. Back to Skiba. So there's, you know, the, you know, the legends of his uh, poor behavior through uh, throughout his career, but that, that are becoming more and more substantiated. Um, and he is, uh, a couple years ago he got into hot water cause he like got a bunch of swag from, uh, Chicago PD and was like, yeah, Chicago PD support the police. And they're like, you know, one of the worst police departments in the country in terms of, uh, right. racial violence. And so everyone right. was like, uh, what the fuck? And he's like, no, nah, that's chill. And so he's like <laughs> kind of doubling down on that, I guess. And, uh, now it's come out that he's like really good friends with the lead singer of a white supremacist punk band. What? And people are like, what's uh, what's the deal with that? And he's like, you know, he's an old friend, and I love their music. And that's it. Lyrics no, really speak to me. The lyrics really speak to me. So I guess <laughs> oh what God. I'm trying to get out here is that this is an opportunity for the fans to get Skiba out of office and make get Tom back in. Blink Tom again. Make Blink Tom again. Oh, my God. Make Tom Blink that? something. Can I get that? We should make those hats in red mm-hmm. and <laughs> make and, them look exactly like MAGA hats. And, and wear them get, to Trump rallies. Yeah. Totally. Make DeLong Tom. <laughs> make Tom DeLong <laughs> again. That's pretty good, too. That's pretty good. Um, but I, I, um, it would be, you know... Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was... He's... I don't know, like, would Tom come back ever? So, I, he's, I mean, he's talked about it recently. 
I kind of saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that he. I mean, on his Instagram, he's like, you know, I'm open to this, and I feel like they're just gonna try. They'll probably try again. That's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it too. I mean, whatever. Because I think I think their best stuff is when Mark and Tom are like together. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Tom's the lyricist. Mark has like you know, you know all the instrumentation in there. I mean, Tom does too. But yeah, it's uh, they complement each other so well. Seriously, I mm-hmm. mean that's 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 the uh, that's the golden ticket right there is when they're together. Truly, I I hadn't heard all of this about Matt Skiba. I didn't know. Like I knew there were some things. Like and I knew like he had some stuff. Some like negative. I I think I remember the whole Chicago PD thing, but I didn't know that he's like straight up trying to get canceled right now. <laughs> he, he, he's once out of blink, so he's trying to. Uh, oh, to, he does. Is, is that what you're saying? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do, does he want out of blink? Is that public know. knowledge? That's he's my, come that's out my conspiracy like, yeah, theory. I need to get out of this band. How do I do it? He's like probably under some weird contract where like. If if he quits, then Travis Barker gets to kill him. So so his answer was to he's gonna get fired. A, well, so you're saying like he came out and he's like admitting that his best friend is a white supremacist, or do you think he he just started stating that as <laughs> leverage to get his contract? He's like, listen, <laughs> you gotta kick me out of the band because I'm best friends with all these white supremacists. Look at this. That's this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's genius. I mean, that's smart. I mean, he is a smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you liked him? Like, I think it was a, I think it was like a better choice to have him versus some other hot dog. But um, have you liked it? Do you, have you liked his addition to to Blink Sound? No, dude, they should have had a real hot dog. Yeah, a real hot dog would have been better. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they should have gotten Oscar Meyer, dog. Um, yeah, like the like the band. I don't think his contribution was good. No, um, it, I, I was embarrassed to listen to California. But the thing is, like Mark was, was still too. good on it. You know, he always is. And he Travis, always is. of course, is like is amazing on it. I would rather have had another plus forty four. They're the Travis and Mark band after the first Blink breakup for the listeners. Uh, California was hard to listen to, yeah. I, and I knew it was going to be after like the first single had came out. Um, I think I like kind of liked like maybe two songs on there. Mm-hmm. Board of Death and, was okay, the lead single. Yeah, decent. It, it, yeah, and like the guitars are always like you know everything sounds good essentially, but the lyrics are just so terrible. Yeah, and, and it's like I understand that they're like a pop punk band who like you know really try to appease to like i don't know teenage kids but mm-hmm. to hear them like it it, it it was like so forced it was like yeah we're their lyrics like yeah we're teenagers we get it you know what i mean yeah well, and they like, have just, kids we, in their 20s now I, like I know, not like, even their we, children are teenagers can we try someone something else i know i'm i'm such a weird fan that like, i'm following like tom's kids on instagram <laughs> I'm like, what's Ava up to? Hmm. I wonder She's what like Jack Hoppus up, is doing. <laughs> Ava's like a straight up, like, typical, like, Gen Z, like, basic bitch on Instagram. She's just on TikTok. 
Yeah, yeah. She's grinding on TikTok. She's uh, she's dancing. She's doing it all. She's memeing hard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, this is like I'm embarrassed to even like say this out loud, but she graduated recently. Okay. And. <laughs> And, are, we, are we just like telling stories about other people's kids? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm so proud. Other people that we don't know. Um, we know of and, them. Yeah, and then like you know Tom went. Tom and his wife like had a nasty breakup, but yes, I I just saw a post by Eva, and she was like, "I love my dad." You know, I'm at graduation, dad, and it's like Tom, and he's like kind of chubby, and he's like you can tell he's like made like five minutes out of his day of chasing aliens to go watch his daughter graduate. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Barely had time to take the tinfoil out of his hair. Yeah. That stuff's crazy. Did you listen to his uh, podcast on uh, Joe Rogan? No. He, he went on Joe Rogan like last year. Okay. It's, uh, he's talking about he's... UFOs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I remember if I, so I kind of skimmed through it the other day to try to find this thing. Cause I was listening. To, I was, I was going through it on YouTube and I remember when I listened to it on the, I remember when I, like, it first came out, I listened to Joe Rogan on like the podcast app. And I distinctively remember him coming back on after Tom had left. <laughs> and he was like, I just got to say this. He's like, Tom's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, I, I'm, don't quote me on that. He didn't say it like that. It, yeah. like, it, it came off like that. And then I guess he'd like had to come back on. Cause I guess he had like, Tom was like on his way out. And like went to their receptionist at Joe Rogan Studios or whatever, and was like, they have like this big like lifelike werewolf like um, not statue is not the right word, but they have like maybe model. They mm-hmm. have this like re- it's on Joe Rogan's page. It's actually really freaky looking. But he saw it, and then I guess turned to the receptionist and was like, "You realize werewolves are real, right?" <laughs> 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 And she's like, okay. <laughs> um, and I'm like, damn it, Tom. Um, oh, that rocks. It was actually pretty cool. <laughs> Just because he's so committed, dude. Um, and and then Travis Barker did Joe Rogan like a few months after that. And they were talking about like, you know, it's crash and all that. Mm-hmm. I did this since like day one. And it's just funny Travis would like tell stories of like what Tom would do like in their bus and he would just like all he would be doing is like reading books on like UFOs like (laughs) on tour and then like they would pull over like in the middle of the night you know to sleep or or whatever they do in the bus and Tom would be like who wants to go into that forest and look for UFOs (laughs) and then Travis would be like I'm gonna chill here and and, I'm uh, good He would just go out into the forest, I guess, and, like, get other people and, like, force them to go out into the forest just, like, look for UFOs at, like, the middle of the night in, like, random Damn. American spaces. That honestly sounds like a lot of fun to have someone like that on tour, though. Shit. That was you? I mean, it's not something I would do, but having that energy around, I love it. Say again? Dude. If, uh, for one night. That'd be fun for one night. Yeah. Hold, and hold then on. you'd be like, I mean, Shh. You're cutting out really bad. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, there he yes. is. Okay, yes. cool. I just reset the call. That helped. Nice, 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 nice. Um, anyway, I don't know where I got cut off, but yeah, Tom's going into forests and uh, looking for UFOs on tour. Well, I was just saying, 
I was saying that it would be fun to go on tour with someone like that, but then Brent was saying, "No." <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I mean, it's already hard enough to like be on a bus tour. You know, like it's pretty. It's kind of grueling. You know, like you're either like in a fucking venue or you're on a bus. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was saying because like it'd be fun for like one night. And then you'd be like, Tom, shut the fuck up, man. I'm trying to sleep. I'm I mean, so I think sick of this. What, I think that's what happened with Travis and Mark, essentially. They were like, all right, like, we get it. All right, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're moving to England. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that would be obnoxious. And, yeah. I, and I get it. But, like, to be woken up at 2.30 in the morning, I would still do it. Um, even now, because it's like, you know, it's Tom. Yeah, know? it's Tom, exactly. Do yeah. anything for Tom. Yeah. Take <laughs> take back Tom. I'd follow him to the stars and back. I see what you did there. Yeah, a little reference. Dude, you're yeah. not coming back if you follow him to the stars. He's <laughs> <laughs> a crash and burn. He runs the, the lunar labor camps. He's like a, <laughs> a CIA plant. Dude, you guys the last suit. No. There's like supposedly oh, like labor camps on the moon. That sucks. That so like when people go missing on Earth, the theory is that they're they've actually just been captured. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> and they're working on the, the, and they, and then they they, they come back the eventually. There was there's this one guy on, that said he's been back. This is on the dark side, I assume. There's, yes. There's one guy who who somehow got back. He's like, yeah, I stole ship and I made it back. <laughs> no, I don't know how he got back, but uh, he's pretty crazy. I guess the Greys and the Reptilians are two separate uh, races of alien, and the Greys are kind of like the police force for the Reptilians, who are ultimately the ruling class. Uh, a lot of. Right. Uh, it's funny because you start reading about this stuff and it so quickly turns into and it's the Jews and you're like you have it for a minute but uh, let's uh, back it let's up here uh, let's, not, let's not go straight <laughs> to the Jews yeah conspiracy um, theory and anti-semitism always always good combo I guess yeah you see um, the word like Zion a lot oh yeah yeah it's bad <laughs> well, you see Ice Cube was like Doing stuff about like the Star of David fitting into Saturn's cube, which is a, a satanic symbol. He was like going off. Him and Nick Cannon now is like doing like anti-Semitic conspiracy theory stuff on Twitter. No way. Like in the last month. It's insane. And Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon, yeah. He's the newer one. He's doing some... Oh my God, he has so much stuff set up for him. I know. He's just going to screw his whole career over. <laughs> yeah. He's worth it. Well, the world's ending anyway, so yeah. Why I not? I guess he's just gonna send it. Why send it before they it, end it. Yeah. Why not mix in some anti-Semitic alien conspiracy theories? Let's, out just, there, let's just throw it out. Let's throw it at the wall. See what sticks. Let's go full send <laughs> um, into oblivion. But uh, so uh, before we wrap up here, um, you mentioned bus tours. Yes. And there's a story that uh, I think would be enthralling, although possibly kind of scary. And maybe if you don't want to tell it, it, if it's too traumatic or whatever. But uh, okay. there's a story I know about you when you were hauling a trailer 
with a stage on it. Yeah, yeah. And what were you driving through Wyoming or? Yeah, I um, no, yeah, I'll talk about it. It, it. Okay, I'll tell you the full story. Um, I had gone. I mean, you. Just, I'll just tell the whole story. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so basically, I had this gig um, in Omaha, Nebraska, and it was it was for the NCAA national championship. They always have the championship in Omaha, Nebraska. And, I'm, and this is NCAA baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, college baseball national championship game. And at the end, they do this party like out in the parking lot and they like bring out some like national act or like noticeable band or sometimes, or I think this year it was like probably some somewhat rec- local recognizable DJ. Maybe I, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> um, anyway, we did this show <laughs> and it's funny. I, I was on Snapchat the other day and I was getting all these memories. Cause it was like two years ago, like a few weeks ago. Um, it was a few weeks ago and two years ago. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, I drove a truck out there from Denver to essentially grab the stage. And then I was going to take it to um uh, uh oakland or no uh sacramento okay or no maybe it was oakland anyway somewhere around there and um i was like cool uh i had actually only gotten booked to take the truck out and pull the stage back to cheyenne and then somebody else was going to take over the drive because like that drive is like pretty gruesome especially when you're pulling a trailer because it you know you're going you know, maximum was like 60 miles per hour the whole time. Yeah. And it consumes a lot of gas. It just takes a long time. So I went out there and I, I started driving, I think at like two o'clock or like noon on one day. And I got into Omaha like late that night and I got in right. as like, the show was still going on. People were still partying and like an hour goes by. And then I was supposed to break the stage down and then get some sleep and then drive to Cheyenne the next morning. So as we're breaking down, it starts like downpour, torrential like rain, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so we like couldn't break down for like a little bit. We, we had kept having to take these breaks and to like stop because you can't do anything because like it's just it's just pouring rain and you have to like move gear around and you can't you know screw anything up and right. Um, so it took us basically all night to get this thing down. And then it turns into like being, I think we finished around like 4am or like 5am or something like this. And I was only going to get like four hours of sleep to begin with. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just, I'm just going to leave now and get ahead. I'm just like, get to Cheyenne because the stage that we were breaking down had to go where I was saying for like some like military type event Mm -hmm. or something. And there was like, this was the, and the guy I was working for at the time owns like 12 stages, but like this, like they're all booked out. It's like the middle of the summer. So it's like, this was the one that was going and it had to be this way. So it just had to get done. So I'm like, fine. I'm getting like a little bit more money because it's like short notice and like the, the hours long end up driving towards Cheyenne, like 5 AM. Right. And I'm driving out of Omaha and I'm like, just beat tired. I'm like going in the gas stations. I'm like chugging coffee, going and driving, 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 drive all morning. Um, and like even the drive out of there was sketchy. Cause like I was catching myself, like 
falling asleep. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, oh, I got it. I was like, this is bad, man. Like, and I, I even like, I remember I put, I, I forgot about this, but I, it, it was so bad. I like pulled over into a gas station, a gas, like a big truck stop. And I like essentially like took a 30 minute nap and just so I could like keep going a little yeah. bit. Uh, and it was fine. And I, I kept going, you know, it was, it, it was grueling, but made it there, got the Cheyenne and met the other guy, got the new driver in. And my whole thing was like, you know, I'm just going to ride along to Oakland because Lee is, he was interning at a company in San Francisco at the time. Right. And I was like, sweet, I'll just go visit Lee. And I'll just like, I just made a bunch of cash, you know? So I was like, I'll just go hang out with Lee for a couple of days and then I'll fly home. And, uh, that was the plan all along and, uh, get the Cheyenne. We change, uh, drivers as my buddy, we drive like an hour West towards San Francisco. We get to Laramie, um, past Laramie we're going. And then, uh, we were like listening to Joe Rogan, uh, <laughs> funny enough, probably the Tom DeLong episode. And, uh, 20 minutes out and there's all these high wind advisories. Like we're seeing all this high wind stuff Mm -hmm. and it's windy. It's really windy. And, um, but it wasn't too bad either. And I remember I was like starting to like, you know, nod off and I'm not driving at this point, of course. So I'm like in the passenger seat, I'm like starting to kind of go to sleep. And then all of a sudden my buddy's like, he's like, he's like, Oh, 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 Oh. And then I'm like, I like jolt up and I look into the rear and I look into the mirror and I can just see the stage that we're hauling And Granted, this stage is like 30 feet long. So it's like a huge stage mm-hmm. and uh, it's all like packed up. So it looks like a big, it looks like a big black trailer type thing. Um, you've probably seen it before. You've played on it. Actually, you've played, you had played a show on that exact stage oh, like two, two really? years prior. Yeah, and the, and there's a slow still was there was a slow cage sticker on the back. Uh-oh. So like anywhere we're driving, anybody who's behind us just sees like a slow cage sticker like on Sick. the stage. It's Hell yeah! <laughs> and um, that's the stage that crashed. So anyway, <laughs> the, the stage starts to like lift up into the air, and I'm seeing I'm like looking at the wheels like off the ground, and like holy oh, Jesus. shit! And and he's like he's like oh it's tipping it's tipping and he's freaking out and i'm like the the stage starts to tip and like i had actually played out the scenario in my head a few times because i've at the time i was pulling stages like pretty like pretty good amount and like kind of mm-hmm. long distances like so like i was like just thinking about what this like and i knew that when it fell it was gonna with it it wasn't gonna come off the ball and uh so i kind of like clinched and like prepared for for like this truck to flip it smacks the ground and then all of a sudden the trek it's an f-350 it just it's from normal driving very very abruptly just literally flips on itself and we flip onto like the hood of the like the roof of the car oh damn and uh you know of course i'm like freaking out at this point (laughs) so anyway the, the the stage falls hits the ground and we're going like 50 miles per hour at this point then the truck literally just flips on its head and just like crushes. And this is like a 2004 F-350, uh, Ford F-350, of course. And it was like, <laughs> I find out later, it was like the year before they all had like roll cages, like, uh, like permanently. So What the fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. 
so I look over and I'm, I'm, and at this point I'm sitting there, I'm upside down. I'm hanging there upside down as the truck like slides to a halt. And we're, I'm hoping to God, like a semi trailer. It's not like about to like blow into us. Um, but like, I'm like looking around and like, we've come to a, we've come to a halt. All the windows had bashed in. Um, my bag, my like bag was like ejected out of the uh, truck. Everything in it was like totally fine. Um, Oh, and I look over. I look over to the left, and the roof of the truck is like completely, like crushed in. Like Jesus. I can't see the. I can't see the driver, and I can hear him, and he's like kind of yelling. And I like, or no, at first I didn't hear anything, and I could, and I just saw like blood dripping. Oh fuck! And I, and I was like, dude, my my guy is like dead right now, and and you know, and I'm like rushing with adrenaline, like it is it's all all screwed up but he starts yelling and i hear him and he's and it's all fine and i like ended up getting myself unbuckled and then i tried to start helping him and um he was stuck like he couldn't get his uh seatbelt undone and like i had a leatherman i i always wear a leatherman like when i'm working like mm-hmm. on my side and i pulled out my leatherman pulled out the knife and i'm like starting to like cut the uh his seatbelt. And as I'm doing that, he like somehow gets it loose and like opens it up and like falls. And then like I kind of like helped him out and like pulled him out. And he had like a bunch of glass on his leg and like some shit in his hand. Like his hand pretty much got crushed onto the steering wheel because oh, the fuck. roof came in and like hit, like sm- like crushed his hand onto the steering wheel. Not in a bad way though. Um, not that bad. I mean that sounds really bad, but it wasn't that bad. Uh, anyway. We, I crawl out of the truck, I pull him out, and at this point, people are, like, rushing up to help us, and somehow, like, two off-duty nurses were, like, behind us, and, like, an EMT, uh, off-duty EMT guy was behind us, and they all, like, oh, came shit. up, and I'm, like, pacing, and they're, like, sit down, like, you need to sit down, and I'm, like, okay, I'll sit down, they call 911, and, like, you know, um, ambulance shows up, or not, I mean, yeah, I think an ambulance showed up, but I think I denied to get on it, um, my buddy did get on it mm-hmm. and he got take, he was taken to a hospital in Laramie and then I stuck around and I was like totally fine. Like I, I, w- I was pumping full of adrenaline, but like essentially I had a couple like shards of glass on my leg, but other than that, like I was like completely unharmed. Damn. Um, which was crazy. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I got out and I kind of, I looked at the state, I'll have to send you pictures of it, but, um, the stage was like all, screwed up the truck of the car was like completely smushed driver's side side was like totally squished in like he couldn't get out of the driver's side like i, yeah. I had to pull him out my side because his window was just like crushed in and it was up, it's like on the street so there's just no way to get out yeah and uh, there's like oil everywhere and um you know thank god it didn't like explode yeah for real <laughs> or like light fire um but yeah i got out of it and they came and like uh they were able to actually like flip it all over and they like flip the stage back onto its wheels. And I think the stage ended up sitting there for like two days um, <laughs> before they were able to move. Cause it couldn't move it. Yeah. Uh, they pulled, they like took the truck away that night and uh, I rode back with the, uh, with the guy hauling the truck to Laramie and you know, I'm in shock. Now I'm not in shock, but I'm like, you know, I'm stirred up and uh, I'm talking to him and he's like, yeah, this is just another day for me. Oh, he's fuck. like, he, he's like, he's like, yeah, we see, I see this all the time. 
And, uh, but he's like, you're lucky though. Cause like, usually like, like I'm seeing bodies and like this oh, guy, man. I'm like, damn, this guy sees some shit. Yeah, Cause it's like that. It's like that stretch outside of Laramie. That's like, it's super dangerous for yeah, shit like yeah. this, um, for flip over specifically. And, uh, yeah, I went, got to the hospital. We, and even my buddy who was driving, like he ended up being like totally fine. Like he, like his hand was kind of bruised up, but he, he ended up having like, kind of like PTSD from it. And I guess I kind of did for a while there too. Like anytime I was like on the highway, I was like kind of sketched out Yeah. and uh, now I'm fine. But, um, yeah, for there for a while. And, and the craziest thing about him was he's freaking out because he had literally had his first born child the day before. Oh my God. So he has a baby girl like at home and he's like freaking out. He's like, I don't want to die. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I have this other life to like take care of. Um, but, uh, he ended up being okay. And then <laughs> this guy I was working with ended up grabbing another stage off some other event and then started driving it towards the military event, basically at the same time this crash happened. So another guy who runs another company like we, that we work really close with, like drove up to Cheyenne to pick us up like that night. And, uh, we went home and then I was texting Lee and I'm like, Hey man, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, something came up. Uh, something came up. Uh, I can't make it. And he was like, dude, that sucks. I'm anyway. And I went home and I went online and looked at plane tickets and they were cheap and I was like, screw it. And then I bought a plane ticket to San Francisco that night and flew out the next morning Oh my god! and uh, still went and saw Lee and went and saw San Francisco. I'd never been to San Francisco and went and did the San Francisco thing for like, for like three days after that. And uh, it was like kind of a come to moment. And I'd realized this guy I was working for, like, I had been in dangerous situations like that before and I was already trying to move on to do like more lighting things for myself. And I did at that moment, I was kind of like, I was like, this is it. Like I gotta, I gotta start doing more stuff. And, uh, that's kind of was like a big wake up moment and kind of was like a driving factor for me to go start my own thing. And due to a couple other things that happened that like really, you know, came to fruition. But after that, like, um, I was only doing lighting for me after that. And, uh, I ended up getting my now business partner, like a few weeks after that event, or I might've already known him at the time, mm-hmm. but, um, I think a few months after that, we decided we we're like in forces to start our company and then that happened. Damn. So it was kind so of, that a, was it. wow. It had a big push in your life then. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and when I look back at it, it kind of seems that way. Like, at the time, I don't think I thought of it like that. Yeah. Um, it definitely pushed me away from that dude that I was working for. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but, um, you know, at the time, it, it, you know, it, it's hard to see history while it's happening. You know, you know what I mean? Of course, yeah, yeah. So, lo- looking back on that event, I think that had a lot of influence to, like, where what i ended up doing after that but uh but yeah yeah that that was definitely a moment definitely uh damn definitely a milestone in my life was was that was that thing you know that was heavy man i didn't see i heard this story secondhand from dave 
and so I like got a lot of maybe maybe the same details, but it's like it was a while ago, obviously like two years ago, and so yeah. I just kind of I thought that you were in a semi. And I remember the story being like yeah. everyone just got out and walked away, but it was like that sounds very much heavier than the story I thought. Yeah, of. yeah so let me casually just bring this, uh, you know, life or death moment up. <laughs> yeah. No. Bad, yeah. Dude. And, uh, yeah, I could have died. <laughs> like, Fuck. I uh, I could be dead, and, and it, it it wasn't like I was close to death, but it was like if that had gone maybe you know one other way or mm -hmm. it, i mean given the circumstances like it, i don't know it it was um it was just definitely a moment like and of course like we, we were totally fine yeah and it's not like i spent like three days in the hospital thinking about it or anything but um yeah i walked away and kind of like reevaluated like what is safe for me i think i ended up doing like two more stage like hauling gigs after yep. that and uh circumstances were a little more i mean the conditions were just fine so like i think that's why i agreed to do it but um but yeah no more like 24 hours of like straight working type just like type situations you know yeah. what I mean? no more crew jobs of that nature yeah of that nature yeah damn that's that's but some I'll, hard work man yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just it, essentially it's just driving. I mean, st the, those stages are kind of it, it. It can be tough work. I mean, to, to put one of those up and to take them down is like pretty, you know, pretty hard work. Dave, Dave's done it with me. I, yeah, like yeah. Once or like once or twice. He said it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> it's not great. It's not fun. Um, but it, you know, honestly, it's not that bad. It's a good workout. Um, it's a good workout. Sure, it kept me healthy. Great way to stay in shape. Yeah, great way to stay in shape. <laughs> Great way to say shit. Well, Cole, um, thank you for that that sure, uh, beautiful story, uh, <laughs> harrowing tale. Really, I, I'm sorry to make. I didn't realize how how fucked up it was. Uh, yeah. But uh, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, it's been a long time coming. Brewing. Thanks here. for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug? If you want to plug your your company or or any other projects you're working on. Uh, yeah, I got a new line of, uh, retainers for small children coming out and, uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's just my face like on the plastic part. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I don't have any. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, I got retainers coming out. That's all. Okay. You know, you don't want to plug your, uh. Your video production Blink, work or anything? Ch check out blinklights.com. Check out visceralart.co. Uh, Visceralart.co. Visceral yeah, that's like my photo uh, photography and videography company. I help run with uh, two of like two of my best buddies, one of which is Ryan Joyner. I don't know if you remember him from – we went to he, – he went to Rocky, and then I hadn't talked to him in like seven years and then we, oh, or six years or so. And we rekindled our friendship, and uh, I kind of, given like my uh, my circle of professionals, I was like, hey, I think I could bring you guys some work, and then essentially did. And uh, because nice. of that, started to learn a lot more about like photography and videography, and now I kind of just continue to 
build gigs out for them and and then do the lighting thing as well. So yeah, any any oh, lighting yeah. needs, blink lights, any production needs, you know, yeah. just give me a call. Video, <laughs> photography, lighting. Uh, yeah, all of it. Sh- stripping. Stages. You do you do like you have Strip, a cop uniform. Yeah. No, yeah, I do house calls. I was wondering Usually if you were still doing ladies. that. <laughs> no, I'm definitely definitely still you have doing a type. it. Old ladies play play the best. You have a type. Oh yeah. I have a demo. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Right on, man. Well, again, thank you very much. Um, Yeah. Brent, do you... uh, Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it again sometime. Let's get you and Dave on the same episode. I feel like that would be awesome. And maybe Steven. That would be fun. I I would... (laughs) I would love that. I would really love that. And Um, and Lee. Let's just get everyone... Brent, do you have yeah, anyone from like high school that you want to invite? Podcast at once. Totally. <laughs> uh, and Brent, well, do you have any uh, plugs that you have pre-programmed on that soundboard? <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> Can we hear him? Yeah, do you have them lined up at all? Or Totally. <laughs> Right on. So Brent is plugging his favorite TV show segment from All That, Totally Kyle, starring Drake Bell. Um, that was pretty good. I remember that. That was a good show. It was a good-ass yeah. show. Totally. Um, yeah, I would also uh, totally have plugs. So uh, I have a music right. video coming out next week sometime. I'll be watching. I'll be, I'm going to be vague about it. Is it yours, or are you just gonna like post a music video you like? <laughs> it's "Hey Ya" by Outkast. <laughs> oh, cool! Which it's such a fucking good that's video. That's a great. That is a good video. And that song. is a great music video. Yeah, and song. I heard someone say that was like the last sort of the last song that really took hold of all of the United States. Like that was our last sort of national song that everyone loved. As of late, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's 2003. Well, what about Call Me Maybe? Nope. Canadian. <laughs> what about like Carly oh. Ray, Canadian? I, I feel like yeah. Pumped Up Kicks was everywhere. Pumped Up Kicks got sort of there. And I then everyone agree. found out what yeah, it was, was like, about. Whoa, 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 babe. Whoa. <laughs> babe, babe, no. Wait, babe. No. Oh, man. Okay, actually, real quick, just speaking of that. Um, speaking of school shootings, uh, I could do this all day. <laughs> I, I uh, was driving uh, Lyft on 420 last year, which is the anniversary of the Columbine shooting. And there were so Stay many there. riders that I had that were like, I can't stand this 420 thing. It's so disrespectful. Like anyone in Colorado that celebrates this is like, it's a fucking despicable human. And I was like, what are you talking? And it was because it was the anniversary of Columbine. Yeah. So, like, if you celebrate right. 420 weed day, then you're disrespecting Columbine. And it was several people, several different writers that were bringing that up. It was weird. So, uh, hopefully we'll get one of them on the pod. I can see how that's a thing, but I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Um, <laughs> might cut that part yeah. out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, good episode. Good, good all up here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit uh, stop. 
And I will talk to you gents later. Sounds good. Thanks again, man. Have me anytime. Thank you very much. You are you're welcome back anytime on the Joe Rogan pod. Yes. Sweet, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yes, yeah, see you tomorrow, man. All right, later skaters. All right. Yeah. Later guys. Good night, listeners. Bye bye.